This episode of Anchored in Milwaukee, the official podcast of FC Milwaukee Torrent, is sponsored by Atlanta Mortgage, Sobelman's Pub, Associated Bank, and Orenda Cafe. If you'd like to learn more about sponsoring the club, email us at sales at milwaukeetorrent.com. Welcome back. It's Anchored in Milwaukee, the official podcast of FC Milwaukee Torrent. I'm your host, Luke. I'm excited to be with you. We're going to be talking super Y today. We have three great guests that will join us later to talk about the Youth League, which will feature 11 FC Milwaukee Torrent teams this year. But before we can get to that, we have so much news to cover. So let's jump in. We'll start out with some player signings. We have some new and familiar faces being announced to the roster. We're going to start on the women's side, where the following players were added. Midfielder Natalie Yass will return to the team. Joining her will be some new faces, including forward Liz Bukers, defender Shannon McWilliams, and defender Katie Swenson. Katie is the sister of FC Touring captain Kelly Swenson. The men added defender Shamar DeGaines from Trinidad and Tobago as well as defender Michael Caron and midfielder Emiliano Caballero. Those three players will be joined by two returning faces. The first player signed in FC Torn history and former anchored in Milwaukee guest James Weber has signed on to return. Joining James in the attack is forward and fan favorite Isaac Pereja. The men's team released its schedule for the MPSL regular season. The complete schedule can be found on the Torrents website, but mark your calendar now for the home opener May 15th at Hart Park versus Chicago Pantheonikos. The women's schedule, though not announced, will be finalized shortly. Season tickets are available at www.milwaukeetorrent.com. Tickets include both men and women's games, and right now there's a special that includes a jersey, so check that out. If you think you can make the men's team, then you should register for the open tryout that's being held April 19th at Hart Park. Head to the website for registration info. The inaugural girls' camp at Hart Park was recently announced as sold out. But the joint youth camp that FC Milwaukee Torrent hold annually with Bayer Leverkusen is close to being sold out. There's a few spots left, so jump on them now if you think your child wants to attend. Now we're going to be talking a little bit about a new adventure that FC Milwaukee Torrent is going to be undertaking this season. They have joined the Super Y Youth League, and not just in a small way, the Torrents have made a big splash, starting with 11 teams, five girl teams, six boys teams that will competing. We're going to have a few different guests on to tell us about the league, but to start with, we want to welcome back founder and owner, Andy Davi. Andy, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me again. Always lovely to have you on. Now, tell us a little bit about the Super League, the Y League, and why it's a good fit for the Milwaukee Torrent. Yeah, um, first of all, we are very, very happy that, that we uh, could join a league like this. I mean, Super Y is owned by USL and a very prestigious league. Um, the reason the reason why I thought it's a great fit for the Milwaukee Torrent, um, like with everything we do, the Milwaukee Torrent stands for opportunities. And what I missed since I am uh, in the U.S., I still don't understand why the kids are off in the summer. Um, those are the best months for us, some of the best months to play soccer, uh, mid-June 
July and half of August. And um, I think it, it will be good months for competition, specifically for us that we're so handicapped with the weather. I mean, let's face it, from from November to March, uh, we hardly can be outside. And that's, that's five months. Um, we are lucky this year with the weather. I mean, that we can, that we can go out already. Uh, but I remember three years ago, we shuffled snow uh, first week of May from Hard Park to have a scrimmage. So if if you take this in mind, then you talk really about like seven months of winter where you don't can go outside. And um, so I always wanted to find something and do something where where I can offer competitive soccer for the kids during the summer. And with a super Y, um, that opportunity is there. It's um, it will be different from what people are used before, because coaches coaches um, are have the basically the order that we're going to do this to win games. It's only a seven week program. We really want we really want to qualify for the nationals. We want to win national championships, um, and it's it's a great opportunity for for the tournament itself, for all the players. And for the coaches. When did the idea come to you that you wanted to do this? There was actually an idea to have something like this with the beginning of the tournament. I never really thought about the super why. Um, and it, it's I, I got approached from a lot of people who asked me, Andy, why don't you start your own soccer club, your own youth club? And my answer is, it's always the same. The state of Wisconsin, we don't need another youth club because we have enough. I mean, uh, if, if you think about all the clubs in the area that we already have, if you have another one and with all the mergers are going on now, um, I mean, there are only so and so many kids in the region and you need to see that everybody stays there. And also, to be honest, um, of all those existing existing soccer clubs, I mean, if you see it realistically, those are the feeder programs for the for the Milwaukee Torrent at one point. It doesn't matter if it's male or female. And um, there are so many clubs specifically now during Corona who, who uh, have very, very big problems. And I think putting a, another youth club out doesn't make it easier. Um, but again, I wanted an opportunity. And with this opportunity, we do not hurt anybody. We give people the opportunity to play. This is not a recruitment program of coaches or, or for myself, for other clubs. This is an opportunity that the kids need. This is for the Torrent something where we can win again families to, to the, for the Milwaukee Torrent, meaning come visit our camps, come to the Torrent games. Don't worry what jersey you wear in Milwaukee. The torrent is there for everybody, and we just give you here another opportunity. Um, the idea about this actually came up when I talked with the USL about joining the USL. And, yeah, I think three days later, I signed the contract. That's actually how, how it was. So um, it was also for us one footstep into the USL. Um, everybody obviously know that, that there is a thing that we have medicine in the USL. It's not easy that to get in, in, into USL with, with, with territory rights. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, 
I always wanted to do something like this, but the idea about Super Y really came just up when I was talking to the USL. How did you go about putting together a coaching staff? Because you you know you have eleven teams, you have nine head coaches on board that'll be managing those. I mean, you you already have a head coach on your men's team who's won a national championship in the Super Y. How did that process play out? That wasn't easy. Um, you can imagine that obviously everybody knows that Katra and I we are involved with Strike FC. Um, we need to be a little bit careful because we didn't want that people think this is basically a strike FC program. Um, on the other side, it is not easy to get coaches because um, other clubs do not want that their coaches coach somewhere else or for the Milwaukee Torrent. And um, um, we, we can't, or I contacted, I don't want to say many coaches because I just want to have high quality. Um, but there were a lot of coaches who basically said we would like to do this, um, but our club won't let us. Um, so my plan was normally, I didn't want that one coach coaches two teams just because of scheduling conflicts. Um, what a very big advantage is in the USL, you really, they really involve you in the scheduling process. So, we have um, two coaches who are going to coach two teams. That is um, Steve Proven and Alex Toza. And they, each of them, they have a younger team and a high school team. Uh, the rest of the coaches, um, they have all one team. Katro obviously cannot coach because he has the obligations with the men's team. I can coach. I have the obligations with the women's team. And uh, like I said, for me, it was clear that we don't take a coach because I really want that that there's no conflict on the coaches. Um, and I think we, uh, we did, we had a very good selection. The thing about this also with the coaches, they're normally used to have the summer off. They have their families, you know, um, and, and you, you have to understand and respect that. And then, like I said, it's, it's during the summer. It is seven weeks. We have uh, three times a week uh, practices in the evenings. Um, so, but at, at the end, I'm very happy with the coaching staff. We have, um, we have, I think a good mix of coaches who are, who are not involved with strike FC. I mean, Scott Kreitmeier is going to coach for us. Steve Proven is going to coach for us. Colin Monaghan is going to coach for, for us. Um, he's from, from East Troy. Colin actually won with me, um, in the NPSL regionals and went with me to, to nationals, um, was it 2011 or 2012? So I followed him a little bit. He coaches in East Troy. He coaches a girls team. And and I'm very happy about what we have. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking very forward to work with all those guys. What do you think would be a successful year for this first summer of Torrent in the Super Y? What, uh, how will you view success? Well, this is already a big success. You have to understand, Luke, this is our first year. And the Milwaukee Torrent doesn't even have a youth program under its umbrella. And we have 11 teams. I think a few weeks ago, I published nine teams. Now we're at 11 teams. We have 172 kids so far out of eight different clubs. The Milwaukee Torrent is the team in the USL who fields the most teams. 
in our first year. This is a huge success. Um, that is that is something that I'm very very proud of that we that we could do that. Um, we have so many new people coming in into the into the torrent. Um, we have still players. They they're going to try out because you know the one thing that's going to happen is now we go outdoor and families think, oh great now we have outdoor soccer. What are we going to do in the summer? You know. Um, but like I said, it, this is already more than I could that I could think of because remember, I registered four teams at the beginning. When the USL asked me, okay, with how many teams do you want going to start? And I just said, okay, let's do two boys, two girls. Well, now we're at 11. Um, but other than this, um, as you know me, I want to win everything a game that we play in. And this is one thing where I told players and parents, this is a very easy, not easy on the field, but it's a very easy opportunity to play for a national championship. You know, and um, I want to win national championships. This is why this is why we did this. I mean, there's again, it's again something for the parents who are the customers. They pay money for something, and um, they understand what we're trying to do. And as as successful as we already were with starting this program with all the kids, the next step of success is obviously we want to win games and we want to qualify for nationals. And if we have teams to qualify for nationals, we want to win those national championships. But, however, I'm already super happy with everything we, we have accomplished so far. It's clear that big things are on the horizon. Owner, founder, Andy Davi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Our next guest is familiar to the podcast. We welcome back Caucho, the coach of the FC Milwaukee Torrent men's team, who has a very special connection to the uh, Super Y League. Coach, you won a national championship in this competition, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was very lucky. You know, it doesn't happen every day. And uh, I was lucky to have a good team. You know, sometimes that is what, that is what it takes, you know? Tell us a little bit about that experience. I mean, how, what was the process like of, uh, of of getting to that title? Well, you know, uh, first we the year before with the same with the same team, uh, we got our heart broke broke over there because we we also get closer. We we also we lost it in PKs too. We win it in, in PKs. And the year before we lose in PK, uh, but the the thing was that we was winning one zero that game uh, against Cleveland International, a very very good club in the Midwest. One of, the, I, in my opinion, one of the best clubs in the Midwest. And winning one zero, and uh, with twenty min with twenty seconds to go, uh, I can see with my nephew, my nephew and I we was coaching the, the, the team. So we was looking across the field and we were seeing our the parents, you know, getting nuts, getting crazy. And the phone, we see a lot of them in the phone probably calling to Wisconsin, hey, we got it. It was just 20 seconds. And you know, in soccer, you cannot celebrate until the referee blows the whistle. And the goalie, their goalie just get the ball, make a 
a kick, the ball make a funny bounce like this, like that. One of them just kicked the ball and the ball was like in a slow motion, just going, going, going there. I golly, just diving and the ball hit the post and went in. So we they tied the game. We went to a PKs and we lost it at the first, the year before we win it, you know? And uh, that was a, really, it was a, a sad because the way everybody feel, you know? So, but, you know, then we have the chance the next year. So the, the thing was that the girls get stronger. They just say, we got to come back. We have to come back. And they did it. You know, we, we come back the following year. Uh, so we get ready. You know, we did a, a great season. And, and we went also to the finals. Uh, we win all our games and we tied the last one. So a game and penalty kicks, you know? So, uh, and then this part, it was kind of interesting because uh, before, before we went to the, to the finals, uh, we got some problems with injuries. So what happened was then we get at the end of the season with only 11 players from the, from the original team, just 11. With injuries, we got, you know, so we got kind of lucky then the younger team, you know, lacking the same thing, we got players, not lucky for them because they don't qualify to go there, but we could, we could, we get seven young players to come with us to the final. So we got 11 players. It was the original age, you know, and seven are the kind of the best player from the younger team. So there was a combination, <laughs> you know, say, okay, they know how, how that was going to work. But it, it works pretty well because we went to the, to the finals and uh, the younger girls respond tremendously. They just was, hey, that was good, you know. So we win everything and then we went to the, to the final. We tied penalty kicks. And then we got here a big surprise. Our starting players, the one who was the year before, they was kind of getting in their heads the same thing than the year before. And they didn't want to take a PKs. So we said, okay, if you, the older ones don't want to take a PK, who's going to take it? The younger ones, they, because they was not part of that the year before, they was okay, you know, they, they was in heaven at that moment. They, they did well and they said, oh, we can take it. So the younger girls, you know, the younger girls play a fantastic finals. They just was unbelievable. They play very well. And, and uh, but the younger girls at the end of the day, they step up to take the PKs. So that was the way it was. And uh, our goalie, the goalie was, Phenomenal. She saved the first three PKs. So the younger girls, they, they, they just take it like they was the most experienced players in the world. 
they were just so calm and so, you know, they went tag, 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 and then we win the national title, you know, with a combination of two ages, you know, a younger ones who respond to the, to that moment, beautiful, beautiful, because they, it was not as good at all. There was just not, they just, it, it, it was, I, I think in the help of the older players made them feel it that way. So there was a great, a great, great moment, you know, and very nice. Uh, uh, the parents who went there, they, you know, some of them, they was with us for a long time. They was, uh, some of them, they say, you knew it about this to me and my nephew, you know, they told us, uh, you, you know, with that, in that one moment with that team, that was going to happen. Uh, the team was very good. You know, that make one United girls team, that was very, very good. So I said, we, we really dreamed this. We know that that was going to happen. Uh, with that, it was last year, the year before, that was the best year. Unfortunately, we lost it in PK, but uh, you know the the players that then they could do it, and uh, you know coaches sometimes we are part of that. But at the end of the day, are the players who who win it, you know. So there was a beautiful, beautiful experience. What do you think makes this league so special for the kids that get to play in it? Well, it is a uh, it's a combination of, of everything, you know. Uh, one of the things then, then we did uh, at that moment uh, with Mequon was that uh, when we start, when, when we start, the the games was all over the place. You was have to drive in one day to Des Moines, another game to Minnesota. Then the league kind of changed a little bit, and they start putting the, uh, for example, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, they was making like a a regional event there. So all the teams from uh, Michigan, Ohio, Kansas City, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Canada, Toronto was involved. Everybody meet on one place. You know, so we was going in three or four weekends, every three or four games in every weekend. Normally it was three games. You know, and uh, you got the chance to play uh, the teams in your conference. So that was great. And 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 then what we did was just uh, we just we just start going in, in buses, take the bus. So some playing in Indiana, our first game, let's go say, was at ten o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. You know, in the summer it's okay, but. For us, it was just to go to Fort Wayne, Indiana. It took like six hours. So sometimes one team was paying the price. So the one who played at eight o'clock in the morning, it was we was leaving the parking right in Highway 43 and, and Brody Road. Uh, you can see everybody coming, the kids coming with the pillows to get into one o'clock in the morning, get into the bus. The, kid, the parents leave us the kids and everybody was leaving, you know? So we get those two or three buses at one o'clock in the morning, you know, and and let's go, you know? I was just talking all the time in those buses. I said, everybody got to sleep. 
Nobody say nothing because there was a team that was supposed to play at eight o'clock in the morning. So we was driving all night, arriving in Fort Wayne, Indiana, like an hour and a half or two hours before, get some breakfast and get ready to play, you know? And it was a great experience because the players start getting together. You know, a younger, a younger one, a 13 years old, dealing with a 18 years old. You know, we was, I was making sure that that happens all the time. So that experience is priceless. You know, they're learning how to be, how to work in alone, how to find their own way. They don't, there was no patterns. There was nobody there except me, the coaches, the players, and a few chaperones. And that was it, you know. And those experiences in the buses, they, you know, all, they all know that. I, I still see some of those players now that are older, and they told me, Cacho, that was fantastic. That was great. You know, for whatever reasons, you know, but in the buses, it was okay. I, we you know, we was making sure that the, the hotels was okay. We put three or four sometimes per room. It was a time to get up, a time for eat, a time for rest. So it, it was very well organized, that part, because, you know, all the kids was traveling along. Parents was gone. Parents could go after, stay in the hotel there. They could go watch the game. But the player was just coming with us, all the players. So we control everything, and they know each other. They, people who were coming sometimes for another clubs, they was having a great experience. They meet other people, and they didn't know, and they become friends right there in the bus, you know, because in the bus, was, we was Saturday at 1 o'clock in the morning, and we come back home Sunday, like at 2 o'clock in the morning. So it was two days, and everybody was just eat, breathe, sleep, soccer. And and in the buses, you know, at one point, get the time. If you're tired, it's hard to get, you know, comfortable. But, hey, but they got fun. They enjoy it. And a building character, a building personality, a building, you know, just self-responsibility. The kids, you know, 13 years old, alone, sometimes, some of them alone for the first time, no pattern. They go along, you know, they see the patterns after, after a game and they play. The parents was there, but I have mom, dad, I got to go with the team. We're going to eat or we got to go rest. So they become, you know, very responsible. Uh, they, they they learn how to deal with things alone. And I think that is that is part of life. That is something that I think personally was tremendously help, helpful for all those kids. And, and that is why here I say, Andy, this is you know, people don't know yet until we start doing it. We can say anything right now. Some of them, they will say, okay, all right, let's go see, guys. Whereas uh, I have I have people today, friends, and, and some of those kids, and they now become women or men with family, some of them, and say, Cacho, I can't forget those days. Some of, some of them, they did from U13, to U19, went every year to the Super Y. And they was just doing it because they say, Kacho, that was one of the best times of my life. Every year, no, then I was going to do those three or four weekends and then qualify for nationals. You know, they can't forget about that. And that's why I said the Super Y League give you the chance. Then in a short period of time, meet another people 
meet another players for another for another clubs, get together, dealing with 13 years old, with 18 years old, 19 years old, and and, uh, and now it's going to be even younger, 11 years old. They can go on the same bus with the U19 player, uh, you know, and I, I will make sure that the U19 sit with the U11 and talk. You know, I will make sure that that happens. Why? Because that is experience, you know, and I always say you can't buy the experience in the supermarket, you know, and uh, that's why I think the Super Wide League, I'm happy we have it. Uh, you know, Andy make a great job with that. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. You know, this is going to be great for everybody. What do you think it means to FC Milwaukee Torrent as an organization to be entering the Super Y with 11 teams? To me, first of all, this is a great accomplishment. 11 teams in the first year, uh, it doesn't happen. I've been, you know, I, I'm going to see a lot of the old guys because they're still in, this, in the Super Y League. You know, and some of those trips, you know, I don't know if I can go every day or every time we travel, but I, I, I'm sure some of the, the guys that I know from the old times, they're still there. You know, they're still there. That would be great, you know, but uh, accomplish and bring 11 teams in the first year. That is a fantastic accomplish. That is, you know, and I think personally, I told them and say, and we don't even start to play in the spring season. So probably there, there's going to be more kids try to sign up and to get there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe even make more teams. You know, because a lot of people will realize now, hey, uh, some plans change and they got nothing to do in the summer. So what are they going to do in the summer? Oh, super wildly. <laughs> you know, it, it probably that is going to happen. But I think that that's great, you know, uh, for the league. I don't think the league ever have a club who enter the first year with 11 teams. Uh, um I will be surprised if they tell me. I know some of those guys. I know it would be surprised for me that they told me, oh, we, there's one club. I will say, which club? Tell me. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's if a club before entered the first year with 11 team and the possibility is not done yet to get even more before we start the season. You know, so. That is fantastic, and I think what the Torrent is doing, and, and use also the uh, Strike FC, you know, that's that, that's great. In my point of view, you know, I've been in there, I've been there before, uh, and I told Andy always, I like what he's doing, I, I, I like what Torrent is giving to the community, you know, and if people realize and knows how to use it for their kids, it is fantastic, it is it is great. You know, uh, there is all the people, parents of those kids who are telling me today, Cacho, I can't forget those days. So a lot of those people uh, also when find out about this, some of them, they call me and they say, this is going to be great again for kids. They say, hey, this is, this is fantastic, you know? So uh, I, you know, I think Andy do a, a great job with this. I think everybody who's taking advantage of this situation, uh, this experience, they will never forget. They will, they will never, because it's priceless, you know, and, and especially for the kids who will travel with the team, with the 
with players, with teammates, and they're older, and uh, that is not something that, like I say, you got experience that you cannot buy it in the supermarket, you know? So this, it is going to be great, and I think Torin, the Torin is doing a fantastic, fantastic job with this, you know? Coach, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for the time today. No, I appreciate it, you know, and uh, once again, whatever you need me, you know where you can find me. All right. So thank you. Thank you. everybody. We are excited to be joined by our final guest. Alex Tozer now joins the show. Alex is a veteran of many different professional soccer teams. He has a resume that includes the Milwaukee Wave and the St. Louis Ambush. Alex is going to be coaching two teams for the Torrent in the Super Y, the Boys 2010 team and the Boys 2006-2005 combined team. Alex, welcome to the show. Hey, Luke. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure. And uh, you have a unique experience because not only are you going to be coaching in this league, but you also played in this league when you were younger. Can you tell us a little bit about your playing days in the Super Y? Yeah, uh, that's when I was uh, part of the Mech One United. Um, Cacho was there, who is now part of the Super Y program as well and the men's head coach. Uh and I believe it was Sergio and Lito who were the staff coaches there who were coaching us at the time. And they introduced it as a, a way to keep us competitive year round or, you know, have that team chemistry for a few months longer. Because as we all know, outdoor soccer competitively for most of the clubs in the, the area and especially the region kind of take like a hiatus for a little bit. So it was great to continue to keep the, the boys together, train. Um, and then it was awesome to obviously go to those uh, competitive host weekends and travel as a team. So overall, it just made the summer that much more enjoyable for all of us. What are some of your favorite memories of playing in the league? You know, honestly, it was, you know, just to keep playing, to not really, you know, uh, take a break at all. I think that's kind of what we all uh you know, really were itching for, but, you know, honestly, it was more so just uh, the, the team, the team memories and bonds that we had. And, you know, I had, I grew up with some of my, you know, closest friends to this day. I still talk to, I know, you know, there was like this player, Sean LaFleur defender, very, very good at the same time. Uh, Will Hagrup, uh, he played for a little bit, but then Nico Zabala, who was, uh, you know, Lito's uh, son, uh, I grew up with him, uh, you know, still he's in the area, a uh, phenomenal player. Uh, but one of my best friends, Casey Shelby uh, and Charlie James, who we, you know, we played multiple sports together. Um, so it was really, really cool to kind of, you know, solidify great bonds with some of the those players and athletes. But then at the same time to continue to be coached by some of the best staff coaching in the state at the time. If you ask me, you know, Lito Zabala, who is, you know, a former pro. Um, learning from him um, and he's still doing great things uh, I know he's been with Cacho with the Torrent and then obviously Cacho whose resume is very very impressive so you know development and you know as a young youth athlete off the field it was just a great atmosphere altogether. you know and on t- you talk about resumes but your resume even beyond your playing resume is pretty impressive. You have a lot of coaching experience. You've coached with youth clubs in the Milwaukee area. You've done varsity um, programs in Milwaukee. What is it about your super Y experience that as a player that you think maybe you can bring as a coach to those kids that you're going to be taking charge of this summer? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, youth coaching now. It's definitely a strong passion of mine for, you know, 10 years now. Uh, most of the Super Y kids that I'm coaching for in the age groups are players that I've seen uh, in the area or had the pleasure of coaching uh, presently or in the past. Um, but obviously I've seen on the rosters um, and some signups as well that there's some new faces that I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of sharing my knowledge of the game. But um, I, I do say that my experience from, you know, playing at various youth levels, uh, super Y, you know, going to, you know, regional events and everything, playing select, you know, obviously in my earlier days it was rec, then going, you know, it's a high level high school and then obviously beyond that. So just kind of showing uh, the players, you know, it doesn't really matter what avenue you want to take in this game because, you know, I played you know, outdoor, I played futsal, I played competitive high-level outdoor, competitive indoor. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's just about the overall development um, and being able to teach each player to really accommodate their needs. And I think that's kind of my versatility of, you know, I never thought I was going to really play indoor um following like you know my old man i always wanted to shoot for outdoor but uh definitely having that hybrid um it's definitely made me a, a very versatile and flexible coach so this is going to be the torrents first year in in super y obviously so all these teams are going to be brand new and they're going to be kids from a lot of different associations on your team that have never played together how do you go about building cohesion among a new group like that Honestly, it's just you know, for me as a as a player, um, you want to you want you hope that the coach has your best interest at heart, um, and once you have that and you have that i you know that one you know goal or idea, and you unify that, you know, then the team the team chemistry kind of just you know falls into place, and and the players grasp that idea, and and it really starts to show on the field. So honestly, it's just developing that trust, showing my players that. Hey, I've got your back, you know, after the first week of training, we'll see kind of, you know, I guess our standards at set a goal for the team throughout, you know, the six weeks that we're together and everything and, you know, really get to work and kind of show the boys like, Hey, you know, we're here to do work. We're here to, you know, make you better. But at the same time, you know, we got to come together and see like, you know, overall as a group, what's our team goal. So a little bit of communication the first week, you know, kind of setting our standards. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just to show them that, hey, every time you step on the field, we're here to do work and, you know, your your best interest is, uh, you know, mine. Um, and that's to achieve great things, win, obviously, and can get better. So I think that's kind of what any player wants. Um, and, and, you know, at the same time, I wear the badge just as they do. So it, it's not, you know, this is the way we're playing. This is my team. No, it's our team. So it's kind of showing that, you know, we all wear the crest. We're a family. We're here to battle together. What what are you hoping that these kids when the when the season ends and you know hopefully it ends with a national championship but if it doesn't um, you know either way what do you want these kids to kind of walk away with after completing their their first year of Super Y? You know I just want them to go back you know to their respective clubs um, just with uh, a progression of where they left off in the spring season and to really show players. Because, you know, we always push players to, to keep playing and everything, uh, to work on their own. Um, and, you know, 
dedicating yourself to Super Y or, you know, any other program outside of, you know, your respective club duties is kind of dedicating yourself a little bit more. Um, and it's showing them that hard work, you know, continuing to dedicate yourself to your craft will, will pay off in the long run. And, you know, obviously with, you know, today with everything being kind of instant gratification with technology and communication, it's kind of really hard to, to see, you know, growth in a short term. Um, and I hope that after the six weeks and everything where they go back to their club and maybe some of their players that maybe took that, you know, summertime off, maybe did a camp here and there, they'll be able to see it more firsthand um, and, and see, wow, you know, coaches, you know, they're not so dumb all the time when they're saying, hey, you got to keep, you know, training and, you know, get, get a few touches here and there on the ball every day. So that's kind of what I hope for. And then I'll, at the same time, you know, revitalize that, that passion for the game. So when they hit the, the fall season with their club, um, it, it's, it's back to business and, and they're focused and their club coaches are going, you know, what they did in the summer, whatever they were doing. And, you know, the, co the players will say, yeah, super wide. They'll say, hey, they're doing great things. So that's kind of, you know, the overall goal. And lastly, what are you most looking forward to about taking on these two super Y teams? I get to continue to coach. <laughs> I don't get to take a break. So that's always a great thing for me. But uh, I'm just looking forward to a, a new challenge. It, it, you know, it's been a hiatus for the super Y program uh, in the area of Wisconsin. So it'll be kind of cool to get back to that. Uh, but at the same time, um, just being around some of my players that I know are in the program. Um, but at the same time, just being able to keep teaching and growing the game of, uh, soccer. Cause at the end of the day, I, I think if you ask any coach from whatever club they're at, or I mean, whatever region or part of the world they're at, it's, you love the game and you get into coaching to, to teach and, continue you know that that cycle um so i guess that's what i'm looking forward to the most is you know keep educating uh the youth of the game alex tozer coach of two of the boys fc milwaukee torrent super y teams thanks for joining us today all right thanks luke with that we have reached the end of another episode Thank you for listening to Anchored in Milwaukee, sponsored by Atlanta Mortgage, Sobelman's Pub, Associated Bank, and Arenda Cafe. If you'd like to learn more about sponsoring the club, please email sales at milwaukeetorrent.com. If you want to support the show, you can like, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about us. Anchored in Milwaukee is available on all major podcast platforms. To get more information about FC Milwaukee Torrent and Bayer Leverkusen Camp, or men's tryouts, season ticket specials, new merch, or to find out the latest on the team, please visit the Torrent website, www.milwaukeetorrent.com. Also check out the Torrent on Facebook and Twitter, at Milwaukee Torrent. A big thanks to our guests, FC Milwaukee Torrent founder and owner Andy Davi, men's head coach Carlos Cordoba, and Y-League coach Alex Tozer. This episode was produced by Jaden Stevenson. I'm your host, Luke Neitzel. Until next time, stay anchored together.